This is the American Variety Network on Blog Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. This episode of the American Variety Network is brought to you by Caribsea. Check us out at www.caribsea.com. Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can... Hello, food and cooking lovers, and welcome to the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show here on American Variety Network. I'm your host, Chef Alice Cardinelli. Tonight, I'm going to talk about a style of cooking we have all grown accustomed to. It is usually a way to cook even when we have a busy lifestyle. You may have to work or do some things during the day, but want a home-cooked meal. But you don't want to slave over the stove or you simply don't have the time to be cooking over the stove. Bang! An awesome solution. Crock pots. Crock pot cooking has become very popular over the last 10 years. People love crock pots. Tonight, I'm going to talk to you about crock pots and crock pot cooking. I will discuss the history of crock-pots. I'll discuss some things you can make in crock-pots. And most importantly, I will share some of my delicious recipes of things I've made in a crock-pot. I think today's show could be very beneficial for everyone. Crock-pots could also help teach newbies how to cook. Here is the topic for tonight's Chef Cardinelli cooking show. The history of crockpots, what you can cook in crockpots, and everything you need to know about crockpot cooking. Plus, there will be some delicious recipes, including pot roast, beef stew, macaroni and cheese, bread pudding, chicken marsala, brownies, and much more, all that I give out tonight. Can be cooked in a crock pot. So every single recipe that I give out, you guys can make it home in your crock pot. Feel free to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to Ask any questions on crockpots or share your favorite crockpots.
crock pot recipe. Ladies and gentlemen, the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show begins right after our message from the American Variety Network. You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. The Chef Cardinale Cooking Show is back on American Variety Network. American Variety Network is proud to present to you Chef Alex Cardinale and his very own successful cooking podcast called Chef Cardinale Cooking Show. Chef Alex will dive straight into your kitchen and teach you how to cook awesome meals. Are you ready for a cooking show hosted by a young, passionate, energetic, and food fun-loving chef who is going to come to each and every show with a smile? you found the right cooking show. Want to chat food or share your recipe or ask cooking questions? Great. Just dial 1-347-989-8142. Now, let the cooking begin. Chef Cardinale, take it away. All right. So, let's begin talking about crock pots. And I'm going to start today's show in a little bit of a fun way, and then we'll get into the information on crockpots. Now, I'm going to start off today's show by discussing why I like cooking in a crockpot. One of the biggest reasons I like cooking in a crockpot is because it is a very convenient way of cooking. Now, as I said in the beginning of today's show, if you are a very busy person, you know, like you have a job or you're doing all sorts of chores and you can't afford to eat out all the time and you want to have a home-cooked meal, 
a crock pot is good for you because all you've got to do is basically chop up your ingredients, throw them into a crock pot, and turn the uh, crock pot on and let it cook for a few hours, and you've got a delicious home-cooked meal. So a crock pot gives you time to do other things like go shopping or do your favorite hobby or even work. I love the convenience of a crock pot. And this is coming from somebody that likes to cook, and this is coming from someone that used to consider themselves as a chef. I like crock pots too. And I actually know some chefs out there that actually use a crock pot. The next reason why I like a crock pot is because you get a home-cooked meal without doing all of the work that you need to do. I'm talking about work like sitting on the stove and stirring a sauce or putting things in an oven and taking them out of the oven. You know, all the work that a stovetop and an oven and other cooking styles would require you to do. For a crock pot, all you've got to do, like I said, is throw your ingredients in and turn it on and stir it every once in a great while. All right. And the last thing I like about the crock pot, as I just said, I simply add all the ingredients, stir, and the crock pot does all the work. It's like magic in the kitchen. Somebody gave us cooks a magical instrument with a crock pot. So, here is some information on crock pots. We're now going to get very informal. Now, a crock pot is a slow cooker. And the name crock pot is actually trademarked that is used generically in the United States, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. It is, of course, a countertop electrical cooking appliance that is used for simmering, which requires maintaining a relatively low temperature compared to other cooking methods such as baking, boiling, and frying, allowing unattended cooking for many hours of pot roast, stews, soups, boiled dinners, and other suitable dishes, including dips, desserts, and beverages. A basic slow cooker consists of a lidded, round, or oval cooking pot made of glazed ceramic or porcelain surrounded by a housing, usually metal, containing an electric heating element. The lid is often of glass seated in a groove and the pot edge. Condensed vapor collects in the groove and provides a low-pressure seal to the atmosphere. The contents of a crock pot are effectively at atomic sphere pressure, despite the water vapor generated inside the pot. A crock pot is quite different from a pressure cooker and presents no danger of an abrupt 
pressure release. The ceramic pot or crock acts as both a cooking container and a heat reservoir. Slow cookers come in capacities from 500 milliliters, 17 U.S. fluid ounces, to 7 liters, 7.4 U.S. quarts. Due to the placement of heating elements generally at the bottom and often also partway up the sides, there is usually a minimum required liquid level to avoid uncontrolled local heating. Many slow cookers have two or more heat settings, example low, medium, high, and sometimes a keep warm setting. Some have continuously variable power. Most slow cookers have no temperature control and deliver a constant heat to the contents. The temperature of the contents will rise until it reaches boiling point, at which point the energy goes into gently boiling the liquid closest to the hot surface. At a lower setting, it may just simmer at a temperature below the boiling point. Raw food and a liquid, such as water, wine, or stock, are placed in the slow cooker. Some recipes call for preheated liquid. The cooker lid is put on and the cooker is switched on. Some cookers automatically switch from cooking to warming, maintaining the temperature at 71 degrees to 74 degrees Celsius, or in America that's 160 to 165 degrees Fahrenheit after a fixed time or after the internal temperature of the food as determined by a probe reaches a specified value. The heating element heats the contents to a steady temperature in the 79 to 93 degrees Celsius, 174 to 199 degrees Fahrenheit range. The contents are enclosed by the crock and the lid and attain an essential constant temperature. The vapor that is produced at this temperature condenses on the bottom of the lid and returns as liquid. Some water-soluble vitamins are leached into the liquid. The liquid transfers heat from the pot walls to its contents and also distributes flavors. A lid is essential to prevent warm vapor from escaping, taking heat with it, and cooling the contents. Now, basic cookers, which have only high, medium, low, or keep warm settings, have to be manually turned on and off. The most advanced cookers have computerized timing devices that allow the cooker to be programmed to perform multiple operations. For example, two hours high, followed by two hours low, followed by warm, and to delay the start of cooking. Because food stay warm for a long time after switching off, slow cookers can be used to cook food to be taken to be eaten somewhere else without reheating. Some cookers 
have ways of sealing the lid to prevent the contents from spilling during transport. Recipes intended for other cooking methods must be modified for slow cookers. Quantities of liquids may have to be adjusted as there is little evaporation, but there should be enough liquid to cover the food. Many published recipes for slow cookers are designed primarily for convenience and use few ingredients often prepared sauces and or seasonings. The long, moist cooking is particularly suitable for tough and cheap cuts of meat. For many slow-cooked dishes, these cuts give better results than more expensive ones. They are also often used to cook while no one is there to care for it, meaning the cook can fill the pot with its ingredients and come back several hours later to a ready meal. So that is some very good information on the crock pot, but I still have several more awesome information to share with you, my food-loving and cooking-loving listeners. Now let's talk about advantages, or excuse me, advantages of using a Crock-Pot. So, here is the advantages of using a Crock-Pot. Cheaper cuts of meat with connective tissue and lean muscle fiber are suitable for stewing and produce tastier stews than those using expensive cuts, as long, slow cooking will soften the connective tissue without toughening the muscle. Slow cooking leaves the tissue in the meat so that it may be adventurous to start with a richer, richer liquid. The low temperature of slow cooking makes it almost impossible to burn food, even if cooked too long. However, some meats and most vegetables will become nearly tasteless or raggy if overcooked. Food can be set to slow cook before leaving for the day and will be ready on return. Many homeowners with rooftop solar panels switch to slow cooking because it's under 1kW load is low enough to be powered entirely by one, two KW panels during a day. Some models include timers or thermostats, which bring food to a given temperature and then lower it. With a timerless cooker, it is possible to use an external timer to stop cooking after a set time or both to start and stop. Cooking a meal in a single pot reduces water waste resulting from cleaning multiple dishes and the low cooking temperature and glazed pot make cleaning easier than conventional high heat pots. Disadvantages of using a crock pot. Some vitamins and other trace nutrients are lost, particularly from vegetables, partially by enzyme action during cooking and partially due to heat degradation. 
When vegetables are cooked at higher temperatures, these enzymes are rapidly denatured and have less time in which to act during cooking. Since slow cookers work at temperatures well below boiling point and do not rapidly denature enzymes, vegetables tend to lose trace nutrients. Blanched vegetables, having been exposed to very hot water, have already had these enzymes rendered largely ineffective. So a blanching or sautéing pre-cooked stage will leave more vitamins intact. This is often a smaller nutrient loss than overboiling and can be lessened to an extent by not removing the lid until the food is done. Slow cookers do not provide sufficient heat to compensate for loss of moisture and heat due to frequent removal of the lid. Example, to add and remove food. Added ingredients must be given time to cook before the food could be eaten. The hazards of a slow cooker or a crock pot. Slow cookers are less dangerous than ovens or stove tops due to the lower temperatures and closed lids. However, they still contain a large amount of near-boiling temperature food and liquid and can cause serious scolds if spilled. Because of the longer cooking time, there is greater danger with slow cookers of having an extended power outage during cooking without the cook's knowledge. For example, the power may go out for several hours while the cook is away at work. All right, so now let's talk about the history of crockpots. You know, I am one of those history gurus. I like to learn about the history of everything I eat or the history of everything that I use. So I hope that I've got a couple of history gurus like myself waiting to hear about the history of crockpots. Now, People tend to use the terms crock pot and slow cookers interchangeably, but they are not, in fact, interchangeable. While all crock pots are slow cookers, not all slow cookers are crock pots. Crock pots are to slow cookers as Kleenex are to tissues or Band-Aids are to bandages. Crock-Pot is a brand name. Don't get too disappointed. Just because the Crock-Pot is a brand doesn't mean it does not have an interesting backstory. In fact, the Crock-Pot story is rooted in Jewish mothers and beans. The device was inspired by a dish the inventor's mother told him about from a humble bowl of bean stew grew a kitchenware empire. Here's the story. According to CNET magazine, an inventor by the name of Irving Naxon applied for a patent for a food heating device in 1936. His device consisted of an insert held up by a case 
that held a heating device which facilitated even heating of food inside the insert. The device was also portable. By 1940, Naxi got his patent for the device he called the Naxon Beanery, and he says his mother, Tamara Kozlowski, inspired him. Naxon's mother had told him stories about a bean-based stew she used to make in her village bakery at home in Louisiana. The stew known as Sholent is a traditional Jewish dish that cooks all day. It's rooted in the Jewish Sabbath, the day of rest in which observant Jews aren't supposed to do any work. The stew is supposed to go on the heat before sundown Friday night when the Sabbath begins and cook all the way until the end of Saturday services the next day. Naxon's daughter told NPR that as the ovens were turned off for the Sabbath, the pot of Sholent would be put in the oven and the slow residential heat over the course of the 24 hours would be enough to cook the Sholent. In the early 1970s, Naxon sold his design to rival manufacturing who rebranded his beanery and put it on the market as the Crock-Pot. It was marketed toward working mothers who could put food in the pot before leaving for the office and come home to a cooked meal. The Crock-Pot sold millions through the 70s. The Crock-Pot cooks all day while the cooks away. A 1976 advertisement said, the L.A. Times reports. Sales died down a little in the 1980s, perhaps coinciding with the rise of the microwave, CNET magazine speculates. Today, however, slow cooking is as popular as ever, as 83% of families owned a slow cooker in 2011, according to Consumer Reports. The original Crock-Pot design has changed little over the years, but now the insert is removable, a major, major improvement. While the Crock-Pot may indeed have been the original slow cooker as it advertises, it's not the only one on the market. So next time someone refers to all slow cookers as Crock-Pots, you could remind them not all slow cookers are crock pots, just like not all cotton swabs are Q-tips, not all flying discs are Frisbees, and not all tape is scotch. But you knew all that already. So that is the history of crock pots. Now, let's talk about cooking, because this is a cooking show after all, right? Am I on the right show? Is this a cooking show? Yes, this is the Chef Cardinelli cooking show. So, let's talk about some foods that you can cook in a crock pot. One type of food that you can make in a crock pot is meat. Meats like pot roast, meats like tough cuts of beef, tough steaks, porks, uh, veal, 
A wide variety of meats can be made and cooked in a crock pot. Some poultry could be cooked in a crock pot. You can make things like chicken marsala, chicken cacatore, uh, whole chicken, and other cuts of poultry could be cooked in a crock pot. Corned beef will do great in a crock pot. Pot roast will do well in a crock pot. Some pasta dishes you can make in a crock pot. Pasta dishes like macaroni and cheese, which I have a great recipe for later on. Pasta fagioli, a classic Italian soup. There's a wide variety of different pastas that you can make in a crock pot. Rice can be cooked in a crock pot, although particularly I would make rice in a rice cooker. Beans could be cooked in a crock pot, and you can make some fantastic appetizers in a crock pot. Appetizers like barbecue meatballs, Hawaiian meatballs. You can also make sausages, barbecue kibasa. There's a wide variety of different sorts of appetizers that you can make in a crock pot. And last but not least, you can make all sorts of desserts in a crock pot or a slow cooker. You can make bread pudding, rice pudding, cake, brownie pudding, etc. And believe it or not, you can also make some sort of a beverage in a slow cooker. You can make uh, mold apple cider, hot cocoa, and a lot of different drinks, salsas and things like that may also be cooked in a slow cooker. All right, so I want to share my tips for cooking in a crock pot. I've got seven great tips for making perfect food in a crock pot. The first one is to use the right size. Slow cookers are available in a range of sizes from one quart to eight and a half quarts. Use the size cooker recommended in each recipe. This helps ensure that the slow cooker isn't overflowing or underfilled so that your meal can cook properly. Don't overfill your slow cooker. To make sure your meal is finished in the time listed on your recipe and to avoid potential food safety hazards, don't overfill your slow cooker. Most manufacturers recommend filling them no more than two-thirds full, but it does differ among brands, so check your owner's manual. Keep a lid on it. Resist the urge to take off the lid and peek at your meal. Opening the slow cooker lets heat escape and slows cooking. Only open it 30 to 45 minutes before the low end of the cooking range to check doneness. Plan your meals ahead. If you want to turn your slow cooker on first thing in the morning, a little planning goes a long way. The night before, cut and trim any meat, chop any vegetables, measure out dry ingredients, and prepare any sauce. Refrigerate the components in separate containers. Note, do not refrigerate components in the slow cooker insert. A cold insert takes too long to heat up and affects cooking time and food safety. In the morning, add ingredients to the cooker according to the recipe. Reheat any sauce to a simmer before adding. 
If you won't be home close to the end of cooking time, make sure you have a slow cooker that can switch to the warm setting when cooking is done. Maximize the flavor. If you're in a hurry or really prefer to just dump your ingredients in the cooker and go, then you can skip this tip. It's by no means necessary. But when I have a little extra time, I like to brown my meat and or vegetables in a skillet before I add it to the cooker. Then I deglaze the pan with my liquid to get all the brown caramelized bits from the saute pan into the cooker. You'll end up with a richer flavor that can't be achieved by slow cooking alone. Keep temperature in mind. A slow cooker is certainly convenient, but if not used correctly, there is the potential for food safety hazards. Temperatures between 40 degrees and 140 degrees Fahrenheit fall into the so-called danger zone since bacteria thrive in these temperatures. When using a slow cooker, be sure to take precautions that keep food from being in the danger zone for too long. To avoid the danger zone, never add frozen ingredients to your cooker. Refrigerate any ingredients you prepared ahead in separate storage containers and bring liquids to a simmer if you're cooking on low before adding them to your cooker to give the heating process a jump start. Never attempt to cook a whole chicken or roast in your slow cooker. Large hunks of meat won't cook truly enough in the slow cooker. So, when cooking with meat, make sure it's cut into smaller pieces that will cook throughout. And my last tip is to make sure you have the best crock pot. You may have a 20-year-old slow cooker that still works great, but it's probably a basic cooker for which you need to time your cooking manually and then be there to turn it off. A programmable slow cooker cooks your meal for a predetermined time and then switches it to a setting that keeps the food at a safe temperature until you're ready to eat. And that, my friends, is my tips for cooking in a crock pot. So that is all of my information on crock pots for this great show. So you're going to leave this show with all of that great information that I just shared with all of you. Now, I want you to throw on your chef aprons. I want you to fire up your crock pots because we are going to start cooking in a crock pot in a few minutes. We're going to start using my recipes to cook in a crock pot in just a few minutes because coming up next it's recipe time here on the chef Cardinelli cooking show and i've got some fantastic recipes i'm going to share with you but first we're going to go ahead and take our commercial break which is being sponsored by carob c 
which is a quality tropical fish company that provides tropical fish hobbyists with quality products such as live sand that helps kickstart a saltwater tank cycle. So we'll be right back with more of the Chef Cornelia cooking show right after a word from our sponsors and some American Variety Network episode reminders and some music. Don't go anywhere, folks, and please feel free to call in at 1-347-989-8142 to um, ask any questions on Crock-Pot cooking. Coming up next, next. It's recipe time, right after our commercial break. Get my delicious crock pot mac and cheese recipe. Get my delicious pot roast recipe. My delicious crock pot red pudding recipe. And can you imagine a ooey gooey chocolatey crock pot brownie pudding? All of that and more awesome recipes is what's next here on the Chef Cornelia Cooking Show. Right after these two songs and our commercials. Don't go anywhere, folks.
next to the narrow, but I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra, and since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem, all of my Dominicanos right there up on Broadway. Pull me back to that McDonald's, took it to my stash spot, 560 State Street. Catch me in the kitchen like a Simmons whipping pastry. Cruising down A Street, off white Lexus, driving so slow, but BK is from Texas. Me, I'm out there Bed-Stuy, home of that boy Biggie. Now I live on Billboard, and I brought my boys with me. Say what up to Tata, still sipping my ties. Sitting courtside, Nick Sinets give me high five. Nigga, I be spiked out, I could trip a referee. Tell by my attitude that I'm most definitely from...
Carob Sea is the proud sponsor of the American Variety Network. Carob Sea provides tropical fish keepers with quality products such as live sand for saltwater aquariums, which will help cycle your aquarium. Life Rock, the best and safest alternative to live rock without the unwanted pests. The best line of aquarium chemicals for both fresh and salt water. Next time you need quality products for your tank, give Carob Sea a try. Check us out at CarobSea.com. School of Fish, Inc., Western Massachusetts' finest tropical fish store, providing Western Mass fish keepers with quality livestock, from freshwater fish to saltwater fish, corals, live rock, and live plants, to quality products such as Instant Ocean, Aquion, Marine Land, and Aqua Forest, the best salt mix on the market for saltwater fish keepers. Western Mass Fish Keepers, stop by and see for yourself why School of Fish Inc. is such a range in the fish hobby in Western Massachusetts. Check them out at 1865 Page Boulevard in Indian Orchard, Massachusetts, or give them a call at 413-543-1994 www.schoolofishinc.com and School of Fish Inc. on Facebook. I am a proud supporter of Live Aquaria. Live Aquaria offers fish keepers quality live fish shipped straight to your door. Freshwater fish, freshwater inverts, live plants, saltwater fish, saltwater inverts, coral, and live rock are all offered at Live Aquaria. If you are a serious saltwater hobbyist, then you need to check out the Diver's Den from Live Aquaria, where you can find fish like purple canes, angelfish, and pufferfish. Check out Live Aquaria at www.liveaquaria.com. This message is endorsed by American Variety Network and Alice Cardinelli. This Saturday, February 13th, live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, American Variety Network, and I proudly celebrate 300 episodes, and you are invited. Care of Sea is proudly sponsoring my 300th episode, and one lucky fish keeper walks out with some awesome prizes. My special guests are pro wrestler and wrestling instructor Eric Carney and popular YouTube tropical fish keeper Mike from Mass Aquarium. Expect many great surprises, such as many great calls, Valentine's chat, and chat about my podcasting future. There will be something for everyone, so make sure to be here to celebrate 300 episodes this Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network.
Valentine's Day on American Variety Network. There will be a show you can all love. Live, Sunday, February 14th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, Alice Cardinelli, celebrate Valentine's Day with all of you, my listeners. Hear my tips for a romantic Valentine's night. Hear my tips to all the single folks out there, like myself. And hear some awesome Valentine's love talk. Ladies, come join me this Valentine's Day, Sunday, February 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash American Network. Do you find yourself watching a lot of movies? Do you like watching new movies? How about classic movies? Would you like to listen to a movie reviews on live radio? If you call yourself a movie lover, then you will be happy to hear that Alex Cardinalis is going to be hosting a movie review show called Twitter Ticker, where Alex will recap all movies, new and old. Twitter Ticker movie reviews, Air exclusively on American Variety Network at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. You're listening to the American Variety Network, your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. The Chef Cardinale Cooking Show is back on American Variety Network. American Variety Network is proud to present to you Chef Alex Cardinale and his very own successful cooking podcast called Chef Cardinale Cooking Show. Chef Alex will dive straight into your kitchen and teach you how to cook awesome meals. Are you ready for a cooking show hosted by a young, passionate, energetic, and food-fun-loving chef who is going to come to each and every show with a smile? you found the right cooking show. Want to chat, food, or share your recipe, or ask cooking questions? Great! Just dial 1-347-989-8142. Now, let the cooking begin. Chef Cardinale, take it away. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show here on American Variety Network. I'm Chef Alex, and tonight we are talking about crock pots. And before our commercial break, I gave out some wonderful information on crock pots, including the history of crock pots, and I gave you some awesome tips for cooking in a crock pot. Now I want you to make sure that you have your apron on and you have your crock pot turned on because now we are about to get cooking. But before we get to my favorite segment of my cooking show, I would like to remind any of my live listeners that if you happen to have any cooking questions or if you want to share your very own crock pot recipes, please feel free to call in at one 
347-989-8142. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. It's recipe time with Chef Alex Cardinelli. Are you ready for Chef Alex's delicious and mouth-watering recipes that are sure to taste as good as they sound? Be sure to grab a pen and a piece of paper and write down these delicious recipes. Now, let's get on to recipe time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I've got some mouth-watering recipes. Now, all the recipes that I'm giving out on tonight's show are suitable for a slow cooker and a crock pot. And these are recipes that I make personally. I have made every single one of them except for one recipe, and I'll be making that this Sunday for Valentine's Day. Now, you can uh, get these recipes by writing them down now or re-listening to this show in the archive or joining my Facebook recipe page called Chef Alex's Recipe Vault. I will put every single one of the recipes that are featured on today's show on that group tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon. That's Chef Alex's Recipe Vault. So let's go ahead and start with my first recipe, Chef Alex's Crock-Pot Macaroni and Cheese. You will need two pounds of al dente cooked elbows. You will need three cans of Campbell's Condensed Cheddar Soup. You will need two cups of milk. You will need a half cup of sour cream. You will need about a half teaspoon of ground mustard plus salt and pepper, Italian seasoning, and your favorite seasoning. And you will need three bags of cheddar cheese, or you can mix it up and use cheddar cheese, Monterey Jack, Swiss, or any of your favorite cheeses. I like to buy the already shredded cheeses in a bag, but if you are an old school person, you can also cut up your own cheese and use as much cheese as your heart desires. Now, to begin this recipe, first you must cook your elbows to al dente. When your pasta is cooking, I want you to turn your crock pot on medium high, and I want you to add in a full stick of butter and a little bit of olive oil, like half a teaspoon of olive oil. This will make sure that the elbow pasta does not stick to the crock pot. Then, after your pasta has fully cooked, or al dente, I should say, I want you to toss that pasta into the crock pot. Then you're going to take the three cans of Campbell's condensed cheddar soup and mix it together with the pasta and butter. And then you're going to add your two cups of milk and give that a good stir. And put the lid on and let that simmer away for about 15 minutes. And then you're going to add your half cup of sour cream and all of your seasonings and give that a good stir and let that sit for 25 minutes so that that sour cream goes away, so that the sour cream flavor will not be so strong. And then you're going to add 
your first bag of cheese or your first edition of cheese, give it a good stir, and put the lid back on, and wait 10 minutes. After 10 minutes, you're going to add your second batch of cheese, giving it a stir, and then you can add your last cheese after an additional 10 minutes and give it a good stir. And after that, I would put it on the keep warm position so that it stays warm and you are ready to serve the crock pot mac and cheese. Now, this crock pot mac and cheese is very delicious. I love it. My family loves it. And I make it for Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff. So I think your family is going to love this crock pot mac and cheese. All right. Up next we have pot roast. Yes, you can make a pot roast in a crock pot. Chef Alex's pot roast. You will need one three to five pound chuck roast. You will need onions. I use about three onions. You will need fresh portobello mushrooms. I use about two packages. You will need one quart of beef stock, and you will need four cans of cream of mushroom soup. Now, what makes this pot roast so good is it actually has a bit of a mushroom flavor to it. I love mushrooms. So you're going to enjoy this. So to add extra flavor, you're actually going to have to use your stove for a few minutes. I want you to take a saute pan and put about a half teaspoon of butter in there. And I want you to saute the pot roast for two minutes on each side, two to four minutes on each side or until brown. Then put that in a crock pot turned on to medium-low, with onions and mushrooms, beef stock, and cream of mushroom soup. You're going to let that cook away for about four to five hours on low, and that's going to result in a tender, juicy pot roast. It's going to be very, very good. You're going to like it. My family loved it when I made it, and my mom and my brother's uh, we're asking for more after I made this recipe. Now, of course, you could put it up to medium high. Uh, I would say if you did that, it probably would be three to three and a half hours. All right. My next recipe is beef stew in a crock pot. And for this, you're going to need two pounds of beef stew meat cut in one-inch cubes. You need a quarter cup of all-purpose flour, you need a half teaspoon of salt, a half teaspoon of ground black pepper, a clove of garlic minced, one bay leaf, one teaspoon of paprika, one teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce, one onion chopped, one and a half cups of beef broth, three potatoes diced, four carrots sliced, and one celery chopped. Place meat in slow cooker in a small bowl. Mix together the flour, salt, and pepper. Pour over meat and stir to coat meat with flour mixture. Stir in the garlic, bay leaf, paprika, Worcestershire sauce, onion, beef broth, potatoes, carrots, and celery. Cover and cook on low setting for 10 to 12 hours or on high setting for four to six hours. 
crock pot pineapple ginger glazed ham. This is a very good ham. I made this for New Year's Day, and my family loved it. Ingredients. One six to seven pound fully cooked ham. The glaze. One cup. of pineapple juice, a half cup of diced pineapple, two tablespoons of real maple syrup, a half cup of brown sugar, a half teaspoon of ground ginger, and a quarter teaspoon of ground cloves. Instructions. Spray the inside liner of a seven-quart crock pot with non-stick spray. Place ham inside crock pot flat side down. For the glaze, mix all of the glaze ingredients together. You can put it in the blender to fully blend in pineapple if you want. Pour glaze all over ham. Cover with lid. Cook on low heat four to five hours or internal temperature taken with a thermometer reads 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Baste ham with glaze 30 minutes before serving. Remove from crock pot and let rest 10 minutes before slicing. All right. Now, this next recipe, you're probably going to say, sounds like something that you would not cook in a crock pot. But you can make it in a crock pot. I actually uh, made this entree in a crock pot because we actually had a uh, a uh, an accident on our stove, so we couldn't use our stove that day. So what I ended up doing was making this dish in a crock pot, and it came out fantastic. And this is a chicken marsala crock pot dish. So what you're going to need is boneless, skinless chicken breast cut into two-inch chunks. You're going to need... Um, them to be dredged in seasoned flour. Then you're going to need a two packages of portobello mushrooms. You're going to need two onions sliced thin, and you're going to need uh, a shallot minced, and you're also going to need three cups of marsala wine. I know it sounds a little sounds like a lot, but bear with me. A half cup of chicken broth. And you're also going to need to make a roux. But for this, what you do is you take cold butter and you mix it into a cup of a tablespoon of flour. So you need a tablespoon of butter and a tablespoon of flour. So what you're going to do is you're going to put some oil into a crock pot, about a tablespoon, and saute your chicken. Your crock pot should be heated way before you start. So make sure you turn your crock pot on. Uh, like 20 minutes before you start cooking. Then add your chicken so that it will saute. Then add your mushrooms and your onions and your shallots and let them saute for a few minutes. Then I want you to add your three cups of marsala wine followed by your um, uh, chicken stock. And then you're going to add that roux that I told you about. That is going to thicken the sauce and make it very good. The reason why there is so much Marsala wine is for it to have a wine taste and to have like a nice consistent sauce. Very, very good. I recommend you guys try chicken Marsala in a crock pot. If you are a fan 
of uh, chicken marsala. You might you might like making it in a crock pot. Now this one will probably take about uh, an hour or two hours, a little bit longer than what it, what it would take on a stove, but it is totally worth it. Now I've got one soup recipe for tonight's show, and that's an Italian soup, pasta fagioli in a crock pot. So here's for pasta fagioli. Two pounds of ground beef, one onion chopped, three carrots chopped, four stalks of celery chopped, two 28-ounce cans of diced tomatoes undrained, one 16-ounce can of red kidney beans drained, one 16-ounce can of white kidney beans drained, three 10-ounce cans of beef stock, three teaspoons of oregano, two teaspoons of pepper, five teaspoons of parsley, one 20-ounce jar of spaghetti sauce, and eight ounces of pasta. Directions, brown beef in a skillet. Drain fat from beef and add to crock pot with everything except the pasta. Cook on low, seven to eight hours, or high, four to five hours. During last 30 minutes on high, or one hour on low, add pasta. A really good soup that you can make in your crock pot. Next, we've got the crock pot chicken cacatore. You need three pounds of chicken cut up in pieces, one large onion thinly sliced, two six-ounce cans of tomato paste, six ounces of sliced mushrooms, one green bell pepper finely chopped, two to four garlic cloves minced, two teaspoons of oregano, one teaspoon of dried basil, a half teaspoon of celery powder, one teaspoon of salt, a half cup of dry white wine, three tablespoons of olive oil. Place onions in the bottom of the crock pot. Add chicken pieces. Stir all the other ingredients together. Pour over chicken. Cook on low heat, seven to nine hours, or high heat for about three to four hours. Serve over pasta or rice. So those are all of the entrees that you can make in a crock pot. I've got two awesome dessert recipes that you can make in a crock pot. The first one is one of my favorite things that I like to make in a crock pot. I have made this several times in a crock pot, and I love it. It's raisin bread pudding cooked in a crock pot. You need eight cups of cubed bread, one cup of raisins, two cups of milk, four eggs, a quarter cup of butter melted, a quarter cup of white sugar, a half teaspoon of vanilla extract, and a quarter teaspoon of ground nutmeg. Place bread and raisins in a slow cooker. Whisk milk, eggs, butter, sugar, vanilla extract, and nutmeg together in a bowl. Pour over bread and raisins. Toss to evenly coat. Cook on low until a knife inserted near the center comes out clean, about three hours. And my last and final recipe for this evening is one that I have not tried yet, but I'm going to be trying this Sunday for Valentine's Day. I'm going to make this recipe, and I cannot wait to try it. This is a recipe that I found, uh, oddly enough, today. I found this recipe today, so this is pretty interesting, and I can't wait to try it. It's crock pot brownie pudding, and for that you will need 
one box of brownie mix, eggs, water, and oil called for on the brownie mix box, one package about 3.9 ounces of instant chocolate or chocolate fudge pudding mix, two cups of milk, and ice cream or whipped cream for serving, which is optional, of course. Directions. Spray a 6 to 7 quart slow cooker with nonstick cooking spray. Prepare brownie mix as directed on the back of the box. Pour it to prepared slow cooker. Whisk pudding mix and milk in a medium-sized bowl until smooth. Pour carefully over the brownie mix in the crock pot. Cover the crock pot with a paper towel and place the lid on top to catch the condensation. Cook on high power two to three hours. It will probably take at least two and a half hours, but start checking it after two. Some of the pudding stays on the top and stays wet looking, so you cannot trust the toothpick test, and it will still stay somewhat jiggly until it's done. Wash the edges. When they look somewhat dry and done, then the pudding is ready. Baking time will be different for every slow cooker, but after three hours on high, it should be done. You do not want to overcook it, or the brownie, which is on the bottom, will be dry. Serve warm with ice cream or whipped cream. Store in an airtight container in the refrigerator for up to three days. And ladies and gentlemen, and all my cooking lovers, that is all of our recipes for tonight's show. Again, I will be posting these recipes on my Facebook recipe page called Chef Alex's Recipe Vault. Make sure you guys go to Chef Alex's Recipe Vault and click join so that you can get these recipes and all of my recipes from the Chef Cardinelli cooking show. So before I go, I have a couple of announcements that I would like to make for the Chef Cardinelli cooking show and the American Variety Network. We'll start with the Chef Cardinelli cooking show. In a few weeks, I'm going to be debuting a brand-new cooking show to the American Variety Network, and its name is going to be Cooking School with Chef Alex. Now, this is going to be a series where I will be educating all of my cooking and food lovers about things that you would learn in culinary school but I'm going to be doing it for free. I'm going to teach you about food safety and the temperature danger zone and stuff you would learn in Serve Safe. I'm going to teach you about the different kitchen equipments out there and their roles in the kitchen. I'm going to teach you all about the proper cooking techniques and everything. I cannot wait for this series to debut. I haven't figured out an exact date, but... This series is going to debut sometime within this month or March, and I have a wonderful uh, co-host who is going to act like a beginner cook who is going to be asking me questions. That's going to be a very, very fun show for me to do. And my last Chef Cardinelli cooking show announcement, my next show for cooking and recipe-wise is going to be on... Cooking on a 
budget. I've done it, and I know you guys have done it as well. So we'll do a show on cooking with a budget in the near future as well. Now, as far as the American Variety Network announcements go, of course, this Saturday, February 13th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I celebrate 300 episodes for the first time in my three years of being a podcaster, and I'm very excited about that. I don't know if any one of my cooking listeners happens to be a tropical fish keeper, but Carib Sea is sponsoring my 300th episode, and they're going to be giving out a prize to a caller who calls in and answers my trivia question correctly. And um, I also have two wonderful special guests. I have a professional wrestler and wrestling instructor coming on my 300th episode. His name is Eric Carney. And this is going to be my very first wrestler that I have the opportunity to interview. So I'm very excited about that. I'm also going to talk about my podcasting future and some new series coming to the American Variety Network. And I'll also give out some Valentine's Day treat recipes because Valentine's Day falls on that Sunday right after this Saturday's 300th episode. Also on Valentine's Day, I'm going to be doing a very special show at 8 p.m. Eastern, so I hope you guys will join me for that as well. Well, I want to thank each and every one of you who tuned into this show. I hope you got some valuable information on crockpots today, and I hope that you will use every single one of my recipes that I gave out tonight or any of my recipes that I gave out tonight. And I hope you enjoy my recipes. I value your listen. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to my show here on Blog Talk Radio. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. If you could, could you please share today's episode link on your Facebook or Twitter so that your friends can listen to this show as well. Please like my fan page on Facebook, Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show, for more news on my cooking show. And please like my show page on Facebook, American Variety Network. Once again, check out Chef Alex's Recipe Vault for all of the recipes featured on today's show. I'm Chef Alex Cardinelli, and you've been listening to the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show here on American Variety Network. Thank you for listening, and have a great rest of your night. Goodbye, goodbye, everyone. This Saturday, February 13th, live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, American Variety Network, and I proudly celebrate 300 episodes, and you are invited. Care of proudly sponsoring my 300th episode, and one lucky fish keeper walks out with some awesome prizes. My special guests are pro wrestler and wrestling instructor Eric Carney and popular YouTube tropical fish keeper 
Mike from Mass Aquarium. Expect many great surprises, such as many great calls, Valentine's chat, and chat about my podcasting future. There will be something for everyone, so make sure to be here to celebrate 300 episodes this Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Valentine's Day on American Variety Network. There will be a show you can all love. Live, Sunday, February 14th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, Alice Cardinelli, celebrate Valentine's Day with all of you, my listeners. Here, my tips for a romantic Valentine's night. Here are my tips to all the single folks out there, like myself. And here are some awesome Valentine's love talk. Ladies, come join me this Valentine's Day, Sunday, February 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Donovan here, friend of Alex Cardinale. I personally want to thank you for supporting Alex Cardinale by listening to his episode of American Variety Network. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please check out his Facebook page, American Variety Network, and hit like. And check out our awesome fish group called Freshwater Maniacs. For all the fish keepers listening, check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fins, for some awesome info on my fish. Thanks for listening, and Alex Cardinale will see you again for the next episode of American Variety Network. Rock on, folks!